Welcome to the Roman Arena Podcast, created by the students of Roman Catholic High School in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Here, we discuss various issues and events, plus interview those of influence. It's all from the perspective of the Roman students. Now, sit back and enjoy the Roman Arena Podcast. Back in the Super Bowl, baby, and we're back with another episode of the Roman Arena Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Solon, and today, unfortunately, my co-host, Nick McGatz, will not be joining us today because he's at baseball practice, but today we're joined by two very special guests. Sean McCormack. Dominic Lobiondo. Guys, today is a celebratory day. This is the NFC Championship Podcast episode. The Philadelphia Eagles, after five years of nothing but doubt and suffering, are back in the big game. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, baby. And we'll be, we'll be playing the Kansas City Chiefs for the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Just this past weekend, I was uh, given the fortunate ability to go to the game with my dad. And um, I had nervousness going up to the game. Any of you? Uh, watching it, you know, right out the gun. I, I, I knew we had it. I knew we had it. You knew we had it? Yeah. Don, what about you? Uh, I was a little scared going into it because, um, you know, the, the 49ers were – they were on like a 13 game win streak or something like yeah, that. Yeah, around there. So I thought they'd come in this game like really hot, but you no. Know, once Purdy got injured, I feel like everything went downhill, and then we just killed them. Yeah, for sure. Um, at the beginning of the game, uh, both teams started out a little shaky, uh, and then Jalen Hurts on fourth and three threw a 29 yard, one of the greatest 29, 29 yard passes to a wide receiver I've ever seen. Devontae Smith went up and grabbed a one hand catch that very uh, controversial. It was a very controversial call because they called it an, a complete pass, but um, which would end up leading to a Miles Sanders touchdown. But um, the reason Kyle Shanahan kind of played a little soft, he did not review that call, and if he would have reviewed the call, it would have been called incomplete. It was very smart by the Eagles to snap the ball right Yeah, uh, Devon, when Devontae caught it, he smashed his fist together, which is the, the football sign for get up, snap the ball, or just run, run another play, call timeout. And then um, after that, a little the next drive, or the drive after that, the next time the 49ers have the ball, Brock Purdy is – between the 30 and the 50, around midfield. And he calls Hike Hassan the Goat, Hassan Reddick, Philly's own Hassan Reddick, came off the edge, absolutely obliterated Brock Purdy, and ended up uh, injuring uh, – he ended up injuring his elbow, but on that play he caused a fumble. Is that the play you got the strip sack? Yeah, strip sack play. Um, that, uh, Hassan Reddick, very, Philly's very own Hassan Reddick, went up against um, Warminster and Doylestown own uh, right tackle for – the 49ers, uh, Mike McGlinchey, he's a, he's a Philadelphia native. and um, he. But they both have uh, high respect for each other. And uh, it was a good matchup, but Hassan, he won. And 
he made a couple really good plays, a few sacks, a couple tackles, and that, that strip sack for the fumble. Um, so the Eagles started out shaky. Uh, they'd end up really being good on defense, and then uh, Jalen Hurts wasn't able to be able to play to his best ability because uh, the, the 49ers' pass defense is pretty good, so we ended up just beating them on the run, but their run defense is better. Um, when we came into the, what did you think when we came into the game? You too. Um, when we came into the game, I feel like it was like really hype because you know Lil Uzi came out with the team. Oh yeah, I that feel was like we fun. already had the momentum coming out of the game, and then I feel like the 49ers coach kind of screwed them at the beginning because that catch, that catch gave them momentum for the whole entire game because everyone was hype after that. And I feel like if it got overturned, they might have been a different when I scored on the first possession. And uh, another thing I'd like to mention was the fact that, um, as as Don said, when Uzi came uh, came out of the game um, with the Eagles, that was getting everyone hyped. Um, and then that, and then another thing is a tradition that um, the uh, people in Philadelphia have is that uh, they they don't like when people disrespect their their statue again. And the Rocky this statue weekend, was disrespected again. The Rocky statue was disrespected again with a. With the forty um, nine ers jersey, forty nine ers jersey, yep. And there was there was loads of fans taking pictures and videos with forty nine ers gear around the statue, and the Eagles took that personally. And the got and our get back that we, <laughs> yes, we got our get back and ended up winning thirty one seven. Um, that continued for Patriots fans did it for the Super Bowl, they did it for the Giants, one of the last Giants games. They did the it for Vikings too. The Vikings when we beat them in the NFC Championship, um, and. You know, you just you can't you can't disrespect the Rocky statue, or your team's gonna get disrespected. Um, this is the first Super Bowl in history that two brothers will end up going up against each other, in uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey, and um, both of them were pretty excited about it. But <laughs> a funny thing I seen on Twitter the other day was Travis Kelsey. They were doing one of their uh, New Heights podcast episodes either yesterday or the day before, and um, Travis said, uh, "None of you Chiefs fans put." Uh, like Chiefs attire on the Rocky statue, and especially not number eighty-seven. And I agree. Uh, what do you? What do you for um, the Super Bowl? The Pro Bowl is this weekend, but no one really watches the Pro Bowl for the Super Bowl next weekend. What do you think? Uh, what do you think our chances are? Uh, I think that we have a really good chance to win because the Chiefs the whole year have basically been car- getting carried by Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's the front runner for MVP. He probably will win, even though I think that Jalen Hurts will win. But our our run or our Hassan Reddick and like Brandon Graham and all of them. Our run defense. Our run, yeah, our run defense. I feel like because we had like the most sacks this year, we had like four people over like ten plus sacks. I feel like if we get to him more, more often that we will win the game. No, I do agree with that. That our our run defense is pretty good, and uh, I don't think our pass defense. I don't think the Chiefs will be able to get past our pass defense just because of the DBs we have. Um, the DBs we have in Hassan or not Hassan, sorry, Darius Slay, James Bradbury. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Marcus Epps, and, like, Reed Blankenship off the bench. Um, the This past offseason, the Chiefs just lost their best receiver in Tyreek Hill, and their offense kind of got a little limited. Um, but since then, they, you know, they continue to go 14-3 and three and continue to win the playoffs, and now we are facing them in the Super Bowl. But if, if I had to give a realistic score prediction, I'd give the Eagles 36-28 to 28 over the Chiefs. What about you two? Well, I would like to go back to the last question. I, I would like to add that. Patrick Mahomes coming in off a he's a little dinged up right now. Yeah, yeah. And, a sprained uh, ankle, ankle sprain. Yeah, and I I think with all that pressure on him, it, it's not going to be a good a good look for him. 
Yeah, I think if Hassan and Joshua and like the interior defensive linemen can, can continue to get to them, I don't think they'll be able to handle it. What about you, score prediction? Score prediction, I would go 28-21. Okay, Eagles. you, Dom? Uh, I feel like it's going to be... I feel like it's gonna be a defensive game. I feel like maybe like yeah, maybe twenty-one to like sixteen, twenty-one to seventeen. It's pretty realistic, you know. For both teams, have they both have the ability to score over thirty points, but with with their as good as both of their defenses are, I don't think it's realistic enough for them to both score over thirty. But if they did, that would be a very good Super Bowl to watch, and uh, hopefully our birds come out on top. Um, a couple of weeks ago, just going to a new topic. A couple of weeks ago, me and Nick, we did our um. Midseason NFL awards and like finale of the season NFL award possibilities, and the NFL had just announced a week or two ago the finalist for the awards, and I would like to listen today. So for offensive rookie of the year, your finalists are Brock Purdy, Kenneth Walker, and Garrett Wilson. Allen Ivy. Which out of which out of uh, the three do you guys think that will be able to win? Uh, Between Brock, I've Kenneth, and Garrett Wilson. I think uh, Garrett Wilson because. Brock Purdy just literally just started playing like maybe like he played maybe five regular season games, so I feel like they he shouldn't even be like a, a candidate for rookie or yeah rookie of the year. Yeah, rookie. But offensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. But I feel like Garrett Wilson really helped the Jets defense evolve because or the Jeff Jets offense evolve. Yeah, that's who I have. Um, and then for defensive rookie of the year, you have Sauce Gardner, Aiden Hutchinson, and then Tariq Warren. Uh, who do you have, Sean? I don't even think it should be close. I think it should be Sauce all the way. That's what I think. Sauce, uh, he, he took the best wide receivers in the league and shot them down. And you don't see that a lot with uh, rookie. Yeah, you really don't. Um, he one of the, the highest uh, defense, pass, defense pass ratings this season just for being a rookie. And uh, I can you can argue he's top five right now for corners in this year, to maybe top ten. Um, so for the NFL honors that they are shown on TV February 9th at around 8 p.m., which is um, the next upcoming week, and um, the NFL awards, they are AP awards, and um, to be an AP finalist is to be like, so you, the NFL is listed um, like award finalist, but if you're an AP finalist, you have a better chance of winning the award. And here for the, uh, for the 2022 Coach of the Year, the finalists are um, Nick Sirianni, Kyle Shanahan, Brian Dable, Sean McDermott, and Doug Peterson. And uh, announced to un, uh, Philly fans, Nick Sirianni is not an AP finalist, so he does not have a chance to win Coach of the Year. What do you think about that? Um, I think he should at least be a top three finalist, but in my opinion, I think Doug Peterson should win because two years ago, the Jaguars were the bo- the worst team in the NFL with like a 2-14 and 14 record, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And over the past two years, he got them to the playoffs in the AFC uh, South, mm-hmm. and then they beat the Chargers in the first round, coming back from twenty-seven to nothing. And I feel like that they they had so many opportunities to beat the Chiefs, but the Chiefs, but they just messed up on so many. So that's yeah. why I think that Doug Peterson should win. I think yeah, that's what I think. I think either Doug Peterson should win. Um, you know, I don't like the Giants or any other team on this list besides the Jaguars. But Brian Dable did a, did a great job this year bringing the. The Giants back to the playoffs for the first time in around um, since uh, since Odell was like six or seven years since the Giants made the playoffs and um, he brought them back. But if I had to give a top three, I'd say Doug Peterson, Nick Sirianni, and Brian Dable. But unfortunately, Nick Sirianni is not an AP finalist, so um, I think he was robbed. Um, for the next award, it is the uh, NFL Honors Offensive Player of the Year. It's listed Tyree Kill, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Jefferson. You know, I would love on everything for it to be um, 
Jalen Hurts as he had uh, an MVP caliber season and basically the offensive player of the year is just the, the second place or runner up for MVP. Um, but I wanted to be Jalen Hurts and I think it should be, but honestly, the NFL's kind of biased, so I think I'm going to give it Justin Jefferson. Yeah, in my opinion, um, it should be either between Justin Jefferson or Tyreek Hill. I don't think it should be a QB because I feel like the MVP races between Mahomes and Hurts. Yeah. And then I feel like that Justin Jefferson should win because he carried the Vikings offense basically. 1,800 yard season. He beat Marini Moss, single season reception record for the Viking and for a wide receiver. In my opinion, he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. That's right what now. I think too. Um, that's, it's not really a lot to argue. I would have to argue and say Jamar Chase is the best in the league right now. Jamar Chase. He was out. He was out a couple of weeks, but I would like to say that if he was to play the whole season, although Jamar does not get as many targets because he has a receiving core around him, whereas Justin Jefferson, it's just him. But I believe that as a receiver itself, I would put Jamar Chase over him. Yeah. Um. It's it's definitely arguable. It's very debatable. Um. So for the defensive player of the year, which I think is also robbed from the Philadelphia Eagles squad. Uh, the finalists are Michael Parsons, Nick Bosa, and Chris Jones. You could definitely make the case for Michael Parsons and Nick Bosa for they both had monster seasons. Michael Parsons, I mean, if we in the draft we picked Devontae Smith over Michael Parsons, if you could go back and pick one of the two, who would you pick? I would probably still go with Devontae. Still go with Devontae. Because um, our defense is good enough as it is right now, and that just adds to our receiving core. True. And Devontae, in my opinion, he's, a, he's the best um, number two wide receiver in the yes. league. Yeah. He has great hands. He does have great, does great hands. Um, That's a pause. Oh. <laughs> um, but Chris Jones, I don't think Chris Jones deserves uh, the acknowledgement over Hassan Reddick. Uh, Hassan Reddick no, no. came second place in sacks in the NFL just under Nick Bosa with uh, 17 and a half, and not including this postseason. And um, I think that Hassan just should have been recognized. Um, but, you know, he, he did come top 10 in, in voting, but he will not be a finalist, which is cruel. Um, the finalists for uh, comeback player of the year are Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Geno Smith. I think realistically I'd either have to give it to Saquon and Geno Smith. Both um, came off wild injuries. Geno Smith's career has been – he's been in the league for like eight, nine, ten years around there, and he's been on a few different teams. But this year he went to the Seattle Seahawks, and he just he just turned – he had a, a pretty good year for for them being as as not as good as they were, but they made the playoffs as a seven seed and played the Niners. But Geno Smith had a good season. Saquon had a good season coming back, including Christian McCaffrey. But who would you guys say? Uh, I feel like I, I've seen so many people say that Geno Smith should win, but in my opinion, Saquon should definitely win because he came, that last year had one of the worst injuries you could have, and the, the Giants were like terrible team. Like, yeah, they were even close good. to making the playoffs, like four and twelve. And then they, he comes back this year, and he has it's like top five in rushing. He, uh, I don't get how people don't think that he should win. Yeah, as much as I don't like the Giants, Saquon definitely deserves the recognition for being top five running back in the NFL. He basically carried that offense because Daniel Jones isn't that good. They have like no receiving core at all. Yeah, That's pretty fine. much. Yeah. Um, and then the, for the final award, is the most valuable player award, and your finalists are Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson. Um, knowing the NFL and the world we live in today, the award will most likely be given to Patrick Mahomes, and there's nothing us Philadelphia fans can do about that. But I think on uh, Jalen Hurts truly deserves it from from what he came from last year. He started the season four seven and one, and ended up um, 
winning. It was like who's the record? It was like nine, seven, and one, and they ended up making the playoffs as the the bottom seventh seed, and ended up playing the the number one seed, um, Tampa Bay in the wild, or the number two seed, Tampa Bay in the wild card, and um, got absolutely smoked, thirty one fifteen. But then his next is uh, his junior season, the season that just passed. He was top ten in passing yards, top three in rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. He made the Pro Bowl as the starting quarterback. He is an NF. He is an MVP and an Offensive Player of the Year finalist. And most importantly of all, in his third year, he's made the Super Bowl and is in it for everything. And I, if I don't know if that's MV, if that deserves an MVP caliber season, then I don't know what those. But you know, we're just gonna have to wait and see a couple of days. It's February second. Yeah, and we have to wait in about a week or next Thursday for the awards being announced just before the Super Bowl. But um, you know, uh, it's not as much as like there. There was definitely different options that me and picked a couple of weeks ago for like the the possible outcomes. But um, you know, the season led on. Um, Eagles absolutely smoked the the Giants in the divisional. Would end up smoking the uh, the Niners in the uh, NFC Championship. Are now on to face the best team in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, February twelfth, six thirty p.m. Rihanna's the halftime show. Can't wait for that. And, um, you know, I hope it's going to be a good game. For Cole, sure. Cole, I was just wondering, where are you going for uh, the Super Bowl? Are you? Um, for the Super Bowl, I'm hoping to have uh, a little a little party. You know, not, not nothing too crazy. Maybe around seven, ten friends, you know, just to enjoy the game. You know, I want to – because the last time I was, like, 10, maybe 11 years old. And um, yeah, I wasn't able to have people over. To have people that? over. Yeah, I get that. I was, I was watching the game with my dad and mom, and then after yeah. we went – to um, this place called Five Points in my local area, and end up celebrating. But I'm 15 now; I'm a freshman. Yep. And I, I am now able to have people over to watch the game. And if we win, I want to be able to everyone to be together and to enjoy such a grateful experience. It's like a great time, Dom. I was wondering where you were going. Um, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I think Cole might be inviting me over his house, but um, I have to make the decision between. Him going there with my friends or staying with my family because I feel like my mom would get really mad if I don't go with my, if I don't <laughs> stay with her. <laughs> yeah, but we're just going to have to wait and see for that one. I'll be deciding that soon. Um, uh, B.H. also <laughs> would like to go to um, Fallon Lineage Crib. We yeah, an- another friend yeah, of ours. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, but in other news besides... Or, um, Addie Madala. Yeah, besides the, f- the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, you know, there, there's, many, there's many options for Super Bowl parties this weekend. Um, but in other news, one of the greatest players, arguably the greatest football player of all time, just retired yesterday in Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady's to me, the greatest uh, football player ever to live. Um, I think he should have retired last season. I think he came when, out of retirement. I think when he, goof, he goofed when he didn't retire last yeah. season. <coughs> um, uh. um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, that's what I think. When he... When he didn't retire last year, and then he came out of retirement, and then went one of the had one of the worst, worst records in the NFL. Um, that's why I think he messed up. But I th- I think he should have retired off the Super Bowl. Um, but you know, uh, his time has come. And unfortunately, when a couple of weeks ago, when you mentioned how he was just into a, a divorce and um, his team wasn't doing well, I think he should have ended the Super Bowl. And um, you know, what a career! Seven Super Bowl wins. Uh, I think it was 10 or 11 trips to the Super Bowl, and 
It's pretty funny when you think about it. His last Super Bowl loss was against our Philadelphia Eagles and Nick, Nick Foles. You can consider Nick Foles and Eli Manning his kryptonite. But um, but until then, um, you know what is it? What a year or what a career for TB12. And um, uh, what do you think about that? What do you think? In about my career? opinion, Tom Brady made a, a huge mistake not retiring, not even last year, not retiring in 2020 or 2021 when he won. When he won the Super Bowl, I feel like he should have went out like he did with how Peyton Manning did, and yeah. I forget what year it was. When it did was he? Fifteen or fourteen 15. when he beat the Panthers. Yeah, they smoked. I feel like he should have done that, but then at the same time, Brady's goal was to go and play until he was forty-five, which he did, and I feel like that's maybe why he didn't retire when he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. You know, if you set goals in life and you're one of the greatest, I think you should end up achieving them. I don't think you should cut your career short. There's many, many great players that have ended up cutting their career short. Um. Calvin Johnson, Megatron's one of them. He, he cut his career short very early. I think he retired like 33, 34. And then, um, you know, I think if he continued to league, he probably would have got traded and he probably might have won a Super Bowl with another team, just like Odell. Um, but, you know, the, he probably will be missed. You know, the gener- it's in, we've definitely entered the new generation of quarterbacks as, um, as now Brady, Breeze, Manning, Rivers, Aaron Rodgers is the Aaron only Ro- one. Aaron Rodgers is the only one left out of the old generation of quarterbacks. Is now we've entered the new generation in Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, Burrow, Lamar, Tua, and we're definitely in the new age. Um, and since then, uh, you know, it's 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 growing very weary. Um, yeah, we're getting older, and it's it's pretty sad to see that uh, the generation that we grew up with as little kids is now and not really a thing anymore, but. You know, we're going to have to deal with this new generation. Hopefully, the Eagles will continue to be good after this year. Hopefully, win the Super Bowl and um, take a, take us down broad. Uh, I would like to say one more thing about Tom Brady. Um, the one – actually, I feel like reti- not, not retiring when he, like, faked his retirement was the stupidest thing ever because he – even though he didn't win the Super Bowl, I feel like he could have won that year because, you know, they played the Rams and lost 27-24 off of, a, like, a eight, like, a 60-yard throw to Cooper Cup. Yeah, and I feel like that year he should have definitely won MVP over Rodgers, but, but, I still he should have definitely retired last year when he like did the whole thing where he faked it. Yeah, where he faked it. Um, yeah, that was a bad decision. Um, and for the final thing, tomorrow February third, our Roman Catholic Kaloids are playing uh, Newman Goretti for what is being labeled as the PCL basketball game of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I was fortunate enough to buy tickets as I think it's sold out in around 25 to 30 minutes. Dom, Dom did not get his tickets. Dom, so unfortunately. Dom will be watching from home. Uh, yeah, sh- please shut up. Um, uh, I couldn't go anyway. I actually had soccer, so it's not like it mattered. But, you know, Nick McGetz, you know, told me he would get me a ticket and then decides to tell me a 40 minutes after they went on sale that yeah. he could not get me a ticket. It's a very touchy topic. Uh, yeah, a lot of kids like around it. school did not get them. And uh, I thought the way they sold them was not the best way. Not the it. best way. It was online. Uh, me and Sean were fortunate enough to buy tickets. Yeah, but you actually had to end up going down the Newman yeah, to even we get them. It was, a, it was a rough process. Tomorrow I have to find a way to go to Newman after school and yeah. um, get the tickets for the game. But it is being labeled as PCL Game of the Year. Unfortunately, I've just been told that a few of the best Newman players will not be playing as Rob Wright. Rob Wright's not playing? Uh, Rob Wright. I heard he sat out the other night. Is Rob, he hurt? Rob Wright, no. Um, I've just been news that he's gotten in trouble, uh, some sort of trouble. Oh, and actually? Yes, and he will not be playing. Whom um, is Rob Wright? Rob, Rob There's Wright. There's no way you just said who is Rob Wright. Rob Wright, is, he's the best player in Newman. He's, he's really ranked. He's like ranked Rob Wright is player. going to Baylor. Yeah. Um, I don't. 
I don't I don't really follow the PCL. Follow besides German, I don't really then, care. Then pass me the mic. Pass me the mic. What happened to Rob Wright? He, I was told by uh, freshman Bryce Holman, a uh, good friend of ours, that he got in trouble with uh, just with some people, and he will not be playing. So Kafik will be bringing the ball. <laughs> Get up. fried. No, I don't think he's playing either. Kafik's not. Kafik just played the other night. I don't think he's playing. There's no way. You're that's, telling. That's what Bryce said. The road to the to the championship is going to be so easy. I know. How well, how long are they out for? Well, they're not playing tomorrow. <laughs> it might. It, if, if they're smart, it will just be regular season. Yeah. If they make them sit out for the PCL finals and playoffs. It, It'll it, look like Roman's going to get another basketball PCL <laughs> championship. It, 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 it won't only look like that. It will be that. It will be that. It'll be the easiest road Roman has ever had to go Yeah. No, no other team besides Newman Caretti can really beat us this year. We're 17-1. and one. Uh, Tomorrow we're hoping to make that 18-1. and one. And um, you know, our team's too dominant this year. Xavier, Anthony, um, Sharif, Eric Bush, Jer- uh, Jeremiah, Bryce, Sammy, like all those people, like they contribute to the team as best as they can. And, you know, it ends up being, it ends up being the best. Yeah. Uh, um, how about Sammy in his first game back? Oh, Sammy yeah. in his first game he back had, on the uh, team. He had two threes. And I think you said like four minutes or something. That's a good mm, game back. It's pretty good for, yeah. for being off an ankle injury for a couple months. Yeah. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tune in to the Super Bowl, February 12th, 6.30 p.m. on around, I think it's like ABC or NBC. Or just go to Cole's house. I mean, yeah. oh, invites out to everybody. The, yeah. Sean McCormick, you better be coming. Yeah, you better be coming. I will be, because we're, we're brothers the, and brothers. Then the invite is out to anyone. Just kidding, but, you know, maybe. Um, so watch the, the Super Bowl. Um, continue to watch the Sixers, support, support our boys, and tune in to um, the Roman versus Newman Grady basketball game tomorrow. It will be live stream if you just go on YouTube and look it up or go on Safari, look up Roman versus Newman live stream. Uh, it should be there. And I hope that the you, the listeners, have had a great uh, day. We'll have a good weekend, good weekend, good, good year. And this has been another episode of the Roman Arena podcast. I'm your host, Cole Salon. Have a good night. You've been listening to the Roman Arena podcast. Produced by the students of Roman Catholic High School in Philadelphia, the oldest diocesan high school in the United States. Be sure to subscribe to get new, fresh episodes and follow on social media for more. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next time on the Roman Arena Podcast.